Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. Organizations typically implement new ERP software because they want to realize some sort of return on investment or business value as a result of that technology. Well, what exactly are the business benefits of ERP software? That's what I'm going to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And as we're helping clients through their digital transformation, one of the most common technologies that they deploy as part of that transformation is ERP software. And there are dozens, if not hundreds, of ERP systems out there in the marketplace, which I won't dive into detail of the differences between those systems or what some of the options are. But instead, what I want to do is talk about some of the key business benefits of why organizations implement ERP software. And if they implement ERP software effectively, what is the business value that they typically achieve? Now, for more information about potential business benefits and business value that you can get out of your ERP implementation, I encourage you to download our Digital Transformation Report, which is an annual report we publish each year, provides a whole host of best practices, tips, and lessons learned from ERP implementations, as well as provides some backdrop and understanding of what the potential business benefits are and where most organizations realize business value from their implementations. So I encourage you to download that white paper via the links below. Now, the first category of business benefit that most organizations look for when they're implementing new ERP software is cost reductions. And this is probably the most common business benefit that organizations are striving for, is they're looking for ways to reduce their current cost structure. So I'll give you a few examples of what some of the potential cost reductions might be for a lot of organizations. The first is inventory reduction. So a lot of times what happens is organizations that don't have good ERP technology or good visibility into what's happening in their supply chain and what customer needs are and what customer demand might be, they end up stockpiling inventory, more inventory than they need. And the reason that this is such a big deal is because it's almost like cash out the door. You've got cash sitting in warehouses and sitting in your production manufacturing shop floors when you overproduce stuff. And so if you can reduce inventory without compromising customer service and still meeting expectations of your customers, then inventory reduction can be a very significant business benefit that a lot of organizations realize as a result of a fully integrated ERP system. Just to give you a quick example, organizations that do better demand planning and understanding of what customer needs are going to be, if they can use technology to plan better, they're going to be able to reduce inventory because they're not producing a bunch of stuff that isn't needed right now by customers. And that's actually another business benefit that has a direct impact on the ROI of the ERP implementation, which is better planning. And this is not only demand planning, but it's customer planning, it's production planning, making sure that you have the raw materials in the right place at the right time to be able to produce the right products at the right time to meet customer demand. That whole integrated planning cycle is a key benefit of ERP software implementations. Another is process efficiency. So what happens is a lot of organizations have inefficient processes. They have manual processes, they have redundant processes, they have people using spreadsheets and manually going to look for information. 
that can be automated and streamlined if they had a better tool set, a better ERP system to help tie together some of these workflows and provide more automated workflows. And for many organizations, labor costs are one of the most material costs on their income statement. So being able to provide better process efficiency and optimize your business processes can be a huge game changer in terms of the financial performance of an organization. And then a final example I'll share right now today is the cost of legacy systems. And what I mean by this is that you have situations where organizations are using these old outdated systems that are expensive to maintain. Sometimes they have to hire third-party support to be able to support those systems. Sometimes they have to hire people internally that are dedicated to just maintaining and keeping the lights on with these older systems. And over time, what happens is the older the technology gets, the more costly it is to maintain it because it's harder to find people that know that technology. For example, back in the 1970s and 80s, a lot of organizations were using green screen mainframe systems, very old outdated technologies that I won't dive into right now, but in today's day and age, it's hard to find resources that know the programming language that supports green screen mainframes. So that's just an extreme example of how costs can escalate for organizations when they're using old outdated technologies. And that's why the cost of legacy systems is so significant and can provide such big business value for organizations. Now, I mentioned before that most organizations focus on cost reduction. That's probably the most common business benefit that organizations pursue. But one of the benefits that I think is the most underrated with ERP software is revenue optimization. So in other words, not just looking at your cost and making sure you reduce costs, but looking at how can we grow the top line in addition to the bottom line. So revenue optimization is a really important one. And there's a few ways that this happens. And I'm going to start with some of the things I already mentioned up here with cost. And that is that if you look at some of these cost reductions here, for example, uh, inventory reduction, that allows you to optimize revenue because you're matching customer demand to inventory in a better way than you might have with older technologies. So inventory reduction actually gives you some revenue optimization as well. Same with better planning. If we have a better understanding of what customer demand is going to be or is likely to be, that's going to result in revenue optimization as well because we're gonna sell more to our customers. And ultimately even process efficiency can drive revenue increases too because now you've got people that are focused more potentially on driving top line revenue growth and spending less time on some of these inefficient processes that I described here. Now, in addition to some of these cost reduction benefits that are also driving revenue optimization, you also have increased sales. And the reason that I'm calling this out as a separate line item is because with CRM or customer relationship management tools and other sales automation tools and other types of modules within ERP systems, what that often does is it gives you better tool sets to be able to sell more to your customers. So if you manage your sales pipeline better, for example, and you can increase your win rate, that's going to increase revenue. Another example of how ERP software can optimize your revenue is if you think about cross-selling opportunities. If you have a product or service that you're selling to a customer, it's likely and quite possible that you have another product or service that you could also be selling to that customer. So if you can provide automation and tools and technology that provides you those insights through machine learning and artificial intelligence and other sorts of emerging technologies to help you do that, then you're gonna be able to increase your sales as a result of your new ERP system. So while most organizations don't focus as much on revenue optimization as they might on cost reduction, I would argue that the potential gain and the potential business value is even greater for revenue optimization than it is for cost reduction.
If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Now, so far, we've focused pretty exclusively on really tangible, measurable business benefits in terms of cost reduction, revenue optimization. But there's also another category called strategic or intangible benefits. And what these are, are benefits that are harder to quantify. And so we'll just call these strategic benefits here. They're important benefits. They're things that are important to our business and our business model and what we're trying to accomplish, but they are difficult to measure. And as I'm going to talk about here in a moment, I would argue that you should try to quantify as many of these as you can, even if it's difficult. So let me give you an example. One would be to increase customer satisfaction or the customer experience, however you want to view that. I'll call it increasing customer sat for now. But a lot of times organizations will use ERP software to be able to provide better visibility into order status and to provide better visibility into what inventory is available and in stock. That just provides a more positive customer experience. Now, while a lot of organizations view this as a strategic intangible benefit that can't be measured, we always argue to our clients or suggest to our clients that they should focus on trying to quantify these. So for example, increased customer satisfaction typically will result in more revenue optimization. So if we can increase customer satisfaction from say 90% to 95%, just as an example, what could that do or what is that likely to do to our overall revenue? It's one thing to just do this for customer satisfaction sake and just to be good in the, in the marketplace. We also, more importantly, wanna make sure we're doing this in a way that optimizes revenue. Another example would be to increase the employee experience. So if we provide better tools to our employees, then they should be able to do their jobs better, they should be happier, and there should be less attrition or turnover with our employees. So again, here, if we're increasing employee satisfaction, what is the tangible value that comes out of that? And I would argue that it's probably gonna reduce your cost because you're gonna spend less time having to rehire people and deal with turnover and retrain people, and the overall morale issues that come from an inefficient workforce can be costly to an organization. So if we can reduce the cost associated with low employee satisfaction by improving it, then we should do our best to try and quantify what that potential cost reduction might be. So these are just a couple examples. Your organization might have other needs or other things that they're trying to accomplish. For example, one more example I'll just give you before I move on. One would be standard processes. And that's a really common one we hear from our client organization. And this is great. This is a really high value one that you should absolutely try to quantify. Too many organizations think that this is just a strategic business benefit. We can't really quantify it, but we know we want to implement ERP software to help us do this. Again, if we do this well, then that's going to drive other business benefits here that we should start to quantify. So the message here is if you have executive team members that are telling you that these should be the strategic benefits for your ERP implementation, you should also do your best to try and quantify those and build that into your business case. 
Now, the other business benefit that's worth noting here is actually almost the inverse of a business benefit, and that is negative business benefits. In other words, there are some implementation costs that are associated with implementations or some opportunity costs associated with implementations. So I'll describe what I mean here. So negative business benefits would be things like lost productivity. For a certain period of time, no matter how well we manage our implementation, we're gonna have a certain loss in productivity with our employees. They're just going to be less efficient on day one of a new system than they were with the old system simply because they're not comfortable with or used to the new system. So we can certainly do all we can to minimize this, and we absolutely should. We should make sure we manage the implementation well, make sure that we do change management and training and communications really, really well to minimize this lost productivity. But we do have to quantify this as a potential cost. And that's really the way that you may want to look at this too. They're not only just negative business benefits that undermine or take away from some of these benefits to give you a net business benefit, but it's also oftentimes viewed as a cost of implementation. So we have our software costs, our direct implementation costs, and other things related to the transformation. But then you've got these secondary indirect costs that are related to the implementation, things like lost productivity. And then you have other costs or negative business benefits too related to the investment in new technology. And that would be things like your subscription costs of software. Now, you might be thinking, well, why is that a negative business benefit? This is the investment we're making to get these business benefits over here. And that is absolutely true. But the real point I'm trying to make here is that there's usually a net difference between the new cost structure of a subscription cloud-based software model versus the old on-premise model that you might've had in the past. So assuming you're moving from on-premise to cloud types of solutions, you're gonna have a totally different cost structure. And what you typically find is that over time, usually five to seven years out, over time, subscription costs or SaaS or cloud types of solutions are gonna be more expensive than on-premise. Yes, you get all this business value and all these business benefits over here, but to really understand your real ROI and your real cost benefit analysis, you need to understand what this cost difference is. And that's a negative business benefit that a lot of organizations don't recognize. And a lot of software vendors will tell you is not true, but is absolutely true. So you need to make sure you quantify these costs as well. And then another potential negative benefit would be if you implement a new emerging technology or a new type of technology that requires you to increase your staff to support the system. If there's some sort of proprietary development language that you need to hire to bring on your staff, or if it just requires more people, more bodies to maintain the software because it's more complex, there's more integration, there's more data management issues that need to be worked through, then you need to quantify those. So we wanna make sure that we also capture the internal maintenance costs of the new solution. And this is different than the maintenance of your old solution, which is, it may turn out that the old solution uh, cost of legacy systems is higher than what you're paying to support this new system, but you still wanna make sure you capture this. It could also be that you end up paying more for your internal maintenance of the new technology than you did with your legacy systems, which may be okay. If these benefits over here outweigh these negative benefits or the cost of the implementation, then it's probably worth it. But you at least wanna make sure you quantify this and understand what those negative business benefits are. Now, once you've done all this and you understand what your business benefits are and you've quantified those in your business case, now you wanna build that business case. So you wanna look at what the total cost of ownership is, the total cost of your implementation, against the business benefits that we talked about here today. Now, for more information about business benefits and how to build a business case and some other best practices for ERP implementations, I encourage you to download our digital transformation report, which is an annual report we publish each year that provides a number of business benefits-based 
benchmarks and results from actual implementations throughout the world. It also includes a number of independent reviews and rankings of different technology options in the marketplace. I've also included links to another white paper below called Lessons from 1000 ERP Implementations. That also provides some additional insights into what these potential benefits might be to your organization. So I encourage you to download that along with other resources I've included links to in the description field below. So I hope you found this information useful and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.